Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Elephant Podcast. This week, John Gidongo speaks with Mr. Edward Oko, who is the current Auditor General of the Republic of Kenya. Banoko, first of all, Asante sana for this opportunity. Your office has been in the media recently. It is a creation in a sense. It's always been there, but it's been entrenched in the constitution of 2010. What is the mandate of your of the office of the Auditor General, and what powers, privileges, and responsibilities does it enjoy that you might say it did not enjoy under the previous uh, constitutional uh, dispensation, and that can be ac- exercised now within the overall architecture of government as it is now? Right. I think uh, the, that the office which is called, or the person who is called an Auditor General, has always been there. So fast forward to the Kenya, the new Kenya, which came into being 2010 through the new constitution. One thing which was the strand in that constitution was strong internal checks and balances, we'll be quite aware. So the mandate is expressed that the Auditor General will audit all the governments of yes. Kenya, which are now in two levels. Yes. That's the one mother government and the 47 governments. The auditor will audit all the institutions of government. That's the legislature, the presidency, the chief justice, yes. all the independent institutions, and all the resources which are underneath all these institutions. So if you look at the president who is in charge of the national government, yes. The auditor will audit all the institutions of government, in other words, ministries, departments, and agencies. Yes. Under that, which the president manages. Yes. Plus all other issues. And you have all any public money or donor money which comes in to help support our development agenda. All those projects are audited by the Auditor General. Yes. So the auditor has to make sure that these resources are not only budgeted, recorded, and you can certify it's recorded. Yes. But has been managed throughout well. Yeah. But above all, has made a difference, difference. in the lives. <clears throat> Thank you for that clarification. Earlier in the year, when our Auditor General, it was reported, again, this was in the media that the office had found that only 2% of government expenditure could be satisfactorily uh, accounted for. Uh, this seems to be an extraordinary figure considering you know, our revenue collection is over a trillion shillings. Can you explain exactly what happened? Sometimes though the media may, may pick up one, one aspect of it. I, th- I think what, we, what this figure was trying to give the magnitude in the light of the budget which we are which, are, which is increasingly called right yes and uh, which is its accountability is manifested in the statements which are prepared by various ministers mm. for instance this one trillion or one point three trillion which we audited last year yeah. would have been manifested in about say for sake of this again a hundred 
statements. Yes. Which shows how those resources were counted. Yeah. yeah. Now, if those resources, yeah, if those statements, yeah, I am unhappy. Yes. In that, in the sense that I do not give a clean report. Yes. Clean report means that all the figures I see in the statements, yeah. I can see that it agrees with the underlying records which the managers were keeping. Therefore, they come from records, records. which are verifiable. You understand? I understand. Verifiable. Now, if for any reason I'm unhappy with those records, then there's question about accountability. Yeah. Remember, government accounting, John, is like you're given a line of credit at the beginning of the year. Remember, government accounting, you're given a line of credit, and that's why we take so much power, so much pleasure in approving the budget. Yes. When we go to pro- approve the budget for the year, we are all happy you're announcing the ministry of what you have so the ministry you have yes. so what that says come first of june july when the president has sent to that it's like you they've opened a new bank account for all yeah, of us yes, yes. and that means that whenever you withdraw 10 yes you must account, account for it. it to the penny yes because it is not 10 you're saying oh maybe this one was no. estimation no no you have to account for it yeah. So, and then also somebody's employed between eight and five mm. to record. Whenever you take out one, there is a voucher, there's one. Yes. And on top of it, you also have if miss now it is. So technically, <laughs> the government accounting is not rocket science. Yes. So when the auditor cannot see, yes, Caesar an expenditure, but cannot see what were the backing records, yes. records which you set out the vouchers and what, then it becomes a problem. Yes. And this is where the my estimation of 2% at that time related to the number of statements yes. in percentage time, which I was unhappy with. Yes. Um, you mentioned IFMIS, if I can just digress a little bit. Uh, IFMIS, I, I am aware of, it's supposed to be a, you know, a digitized system that should have uh, assisted us in being able to account for what we are spending when we get this uh, line of credit mm. uh, a lot more efficiently, mm. uh, a lot more quickly. With the press of a button, you know the exact situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the opposite appears, the, well, it has been reported and even claimed by managers in government that this system can be manipulated in a manner that causes one to wonder um, were we better when we were analog, or, or is it uh, deliberate manipulation? You know, if this is, is, uh, is, 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 is the system which we have chosen, yes, that our financial transactions will run through. Yes, and I think it's a, it's a it's a very solid system. It's not only here in Kenya; it's being also used elsewhere. Elsewhere. So, and in Kenya, we. We are lucky that we are even more digital than a lot more other countries. Yes. So, IFMIS has been is an, a good introduction because IFMIS basically tells us that we can record our cars and our financial structure on a day by day basis. Yes. So, you know, all being equal, you know, ministries can actually grow just like a, a, a bank. Bank. Yes. 
draw the, the cash book of the day. Right. So at the end of the day, you know your yeah, exact you, position. You, get, you, know, you know what is in the bank and what you've used and what is it. So technically, you should, you should be able to do that. Because yes. it's real time. Yes. It's real time, it's recorded, it is, it, it is, and it has controls. It has controls which ensures there are several levels typically of approvals. Okay. In if you know, you cannot just come and introduce something uh, in IFMIS and then it goes through. Yes. There must be several levels of approvals. Somebody prepared, it goes through internal checks and balances, it approves, it goes out there, it goes in. It checks the balances, it goes, it allows, it goes to hit the exchequer. It's, so it's a system which is integrated. Okay, <clears throat> yes. Integrated as it is, therefore, it means that we have a very robust system in IFMIS. Yeah. It's a robust system which, if all the controls are respected, we should have a problem. Yes. Should have. Yeah. Now, the. the there, 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 there appears to be challenges from the recent uh, happenings mm. that there may be the system can be overridden. Yes, this is what I, I can I suspect from what we are still auditing it. Yes, this is what is very clear yeah. that it can be overridden, which is very serious. Okay, much has been said and written about foreign debt, and there has been <laughs> some controversy around the euro bond. That Kenya floated um, two years ago, in particular, figures have been bandied about. Uh, initially, we were to borrow, I think, about two billion dollars on the Irish Stock Exchange. Uh, the figure that eventually there was a big uptake of oversubscribed by four hundred percent. We took up two point seven five billion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and I just wanted to ask from you as the government's chief auditor, uh, how much did Kenya borrow via the Eurobond? Because the, the from figures the records, we, we, you know, this, most of this happened uh, at the end of the year. Yes. So, so I must put that the, the real audit of the Eurobond is coming in, is being done right now because it happens in towards the end of 14, uh, you know, the end of uh, end of the year 14, around uh, just a few days before the year end. Yes, the financial year. The financial year end. Yeah. So that's when the resources came in. Yeah. At that stage, we were aware that there was external mm. money which came in into an external uh, offshore account. Yeah. Uh, and we queried that in that year yes. about... The, the, the fact that it didn't hit our consolidated immediately. So that was the main query we raised. The, the, now the other queries are coming in to be raised in light of all these things which are happening to basically say, go back and now start auditing it properly. Yes. yes. Auditing properly that the auditing of that uh, offshore account. Yes. To, to see the procedures which were Done, yeah. and the records which have been kept by the Treasury, yeah. Central Bank, yeah. uh, and therefore we look at all that. Yeah. Because then, after that, then where did the European, what, where was it used? Yes, it is, yes. It's all coming in and it is it's an active audit right now. Okay. So actually, the Auditor General's office uh, currently is auditing. So you do not want to commit to say that this is how much came. Yes, you need to do it. 
government can say one thing, but you go by what you your people find. That will be so. Yes. There were reports that some of the money was... Uh, I mean, uh, the Kenya government has... Uh, Central Bank has got multiple accounts offshore in in New York, London, etc. For, 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 for these uh, uh, kind of uh, transactions. It would appear that for some time this account was held in a non-Central Bank account. Uh, is that a correct characterization? I cannot say that at the moment, moment. because these are some of the issues of verification to see whether there was indeed a period or all this money came in as being portrayed in the financial statements of the Treasury. Okay. Uh, in order of magnitude, um, can I ask, um, which are the, what are the most consistent challenges that the Office of Water General faces as it audits? government of Kenya, expenditure. Uh, I remember, for example, I remember an example when this office, even computers were, were ancient. So I, I just wanted you to give us an idea of, of uh, some of the challenges that uh, your office has faced and, and what reforms you have undertaken since you took this office to, to, to be able to streamline the operations of this important office? I think talking about just the bread and butter auditing responsibility, which is to audit the accounts, the biggest challenge I'm facing is the seriousness of my ODT, the other side. The seriousness, first of all, in uh, availing information seriousness in making, uh, giving importance to audit. Mm. Mm. Do you understand? Yes, I do. And, and, uh, and that is, is, is really sad because, you know, when I look the other side, I see people are qualified. Yes. People are. So the professional rigor of which we have there yes. is not being manifested yes. in, in our organized organized, us handling our matters in organized yes. way, mm. and therefore making sure that recording yes. is, is done properly, filing is done properly, yes. and that the audit is taken seriously. So as a result, then once this is not done, then you, you end up in a situation whereby you deal with very low-level staff during the audit, the high-level staff is not available. Yes. And then meetings and all. Then when you have to make a cutoff and give you a report, then help breaks, breaks loose. loose after the issues have been presented. And, and I think that's really sad because, okay. you know, we don't have a reason for it. There should be no, no, no reason, reason for that. that. No, there should be no reason for that. So it makes me, that frustrates me a little bit. Mm. But let me tell you, you know, as I say, you know, the, the, the auditor of today under the 2010 is a different auditor of yesterday. Yes. Under the other one. The expectations of Kenyans are pretty high. They're very high. Yes. And because we are now dealing up with very enlightened Kenyans, and it's they were not going to take any delays for me. No. They are not going to just talk about unaccounted for. No. no. They want more. Yes. They want more information 
the constitution requires me to publish and publicize my reports. Correct. You know, publish and publicize publish. my reports. Now, if you interpret that correctly in my position right now, yes, is really Kenyans are require I've, all the all the I've, information in the account. That's right. They were right. And and they, they expect me to publicize that information. Yes. Me. Yes. It's yeah. not somebody else. No, that's true. So have we understood that? Yeah. Now that is another challenge. But be that as it may, I think the challenge is, is be able to have meaningful reports to Kenyans, which can allow them to take accountability in their own hands. Yes. And that means my reporting, even on those figures, should be uh, should be or on an added value basis. Yes. In other words, there's no point saying I'm unhappy with the figures of so much. No. Do you understand? Or yes. tell them the dry professional line yes. that you know I, I qualify my opinion. Yes. On this. No. The Kenyans are asking, oh, Mr. Oko, what does that mean? Qualify. We want to know yes. what exactly would you want mean? the amount. Yes. We want to know what is it. Yes. What what are you unhappy about? Uh, yes. Tell us. And why? Yes. And why? Yes. So so it's not good just to look at a statement mm. and say I I, I qualify. I qualify. No. no, no, they don't say no no no. Mm. No, tell us mm. what exactly what do you mean? What yes. do you mean you qualify? Yes. So that that means you have they're yearning to understand a little bit more yes. of what those financial statements, all those resources in terms of accounting. Yes. So if I'm unhappy, I need to tell them I'm unhappy with the Ministry X yes. because this amount, this amount, this amount, I didn't see the vouchers. This yes. amount, this amount, I couldn't agree with the books. This amount is... Now, that opens up. It makes some other people happy and some other people un unhappy. unhappy. Yeah. Because for the other one side, they are laid bare. Yeah. The other side are getting useful information <laughs> to hold these people into account. Yes. That That's is. a challenge. Yes. So we, we, we are challenged to make sure that we change the way we report. Yes. We make sure our reports are meaningful to the ordinary person. It's not no longer to the just to the managers. No. This is the difference between the past and today. And, yes. Today, the, the reports are for the ordinary persons. Yes. It's not for yes, for managers only. It's for them to hold us in account. account. Yes, yes, and that that means we have also internally. This is now another internal challenge to change the mentality of my auditors. Yes, because yes. you got to have auditors who are questioning yes. more yes. about value yes. than just saying, "I didn't see this." Yes. So that is means we have had to invest in the serious training. Yeah. Now, of of culture change, serious changing of mind change, for the auditors to be now looking and asking the right questions and coming with the right reports. Yes. Secondly, because of also the volume and because of the digitalization and the thing, we need to leverage on ICT. So we are also making a lot of investment in ICT yes. such that we should be able to, luckily with if yes. we should be able to see money is going through business yes. as they go as throughout the year. Yes. When I came into this office 2010, we had barely about 50 or 100 laptops. Barely 100, and we have about 900. Barely 100 laptops. Auditors. Today, 
after three years, I can tell you that 90% of my auditors have laptops. Yeah. And wow. that means I have to make sure that these laptops, uh, we leverage on it, do smart audits, what I call smart audits. Yes. So uh, part of my teaching, my training is to train people on soft skills. Yes. Their audit methodology and thinking. Yes. And mainly change management. So, so I've combined the leveraging on ICT. Yes. Together with the adequate training on soft skills, audit methodology. Yes. And change management. I, so those those things are, and they are producing wonders because One. I see the reports. Have if you see the reports which come out, yes, these are done by this not mainly by the same auditors who were there before. Sure. But, but the reports are giving more meaning. And to the Kenyan people. To the Kenyan people. Um, the Treasury, mm. the Devolution, Ministry of Devolution, mm. the Ministry of Interior. Mm. In the public imagination, they seem to have major difficulties in accounting for the resources which Kenyans are providing to them. What's going on? You know, this is ministries where if you look at the proportion of the budget which goes to this ministry, is pretty high. Ah, yes, pretty high. Those ministries you said, yes, pretty high. Yes. Treasury, because treasury is very important. Treasury is the one which receives our money. Yes. And it's the one which basically disbursed appropriate Yes. So it's very important. But treasury is more so of the revenue side where we have a problem. The revenue accounts is where we need to build up. Okay. Because revenue are raised at various sources. We've had problems with reconciliations okay. between the Exchequer, the Central Bank, and the various revenue heads. Okay. So yeah. those, those are areas where we've always been having gaps. And if you see this year's report, there's a, a gap in these yes. figures. Yes. So that's the major issue being interesting. It's nothing more than Mainly that. Yes. But uh, the, the interior and the rest are, 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 are ministries which for some reason have been operating on very big cash withdrawals and cash usage. Yes. Which, is a, which has been a problem. And yes. It creates a, an auditing trail which is difficult. difficult. Yes. And, and I think uh, I am um, at, uh, I find myself that that is unacceptable because there's yes. no reason for this cash operation. Yes. yes. Devolution is big, yes. but this is a creation of the new uh, constitution. constitution. And uh, it's been made a big ministry. It has a number of issues there which you have a lot of funds. Yeah. And a lot of uh, monies which are. Which, which, which are dispersed in cash. cash. Mm. So all these are areas which are of high risk. High risk. Yeah, high risk. And we are treating them as such. Okay. Um, uh, let me ask just a few, a few uh, more, more personal questions. Uh, how did you find yourself at OEG? What's the professional history of Mr. Edward Oba? <laughs> And I think allow us to now go a bit on personal. Yes, yes, yes. yes. This is I came thing. from a well-endowed background, and my father mm. was the first African doctor to qualify in the UK. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I went to a school called Hospital Hill yes. in Parkland, and at that time, 
was very the much top English, school, yeah? top school was yes. very much European. Yes. With the, all the who's who's. So at the hospital here, I went up and I dare say I excelled to be the head of a house. Okay. Then from Moscow Hill, I went to Nairobi, Nairobi School, yes. where again uh, I excelled to be the head of school. Okay. I was the head of school at Nairobi School oh, in 1972. Okay. I was the head of school. Yes. Right. So my life has been a life of uh, leadership. leadership. Yes. Okay. So I headed the school. And uh, after the Nairobi, University, uh, Nairobi School, I came to the university to do my VCOM. Yes. And luckily, by the time I was finishing my BCom, yes, uh, the f- a firm called Deloitte, yeah. then mm-hmm. Deloitte Haskins mm-hmm. and Sales, mm-hmm. which is yeah, mm-hmm. were looking for bright students to yeah. take to UK, yes, uh, yeah, to go and do uh, the Institute of Chartered Accountants, yes. of England and Wales exam. So I, I went to do my uh, chartered, account. chartered accountant in England of England and Wales, yes. With Deloitte, took usually took the best students in the big companies. Yes. So when I had finished, I'd qualified. Having qualified in London, I was in London. Yes. I was in Deloitte, London. I qualified. I came to work here. I was a manager Deloitte. here in Deloitte. Then uh, I left to go back to London for another year. During the time I was in London, I I had. Somebody from ADB, yes, African Development Bank, mm-hmm. came to talk to me and said, "Look, may I, might I be interested in joining oh, the yeah. bank in Ivory Coast?" Okay, I, I can say that I rose consistently through the ranks mm-hmm. until I became the director. Yes, uh, then I eventually I left the bank after 24 years as at a vice presidential level of, of, of auditor general. Okay. Uh, and that's where I came. Now, to uh, why did I come to this job? Yes. That's, yes. Uh, yes. In 2010, I was here mm. when the new constitution was being promulgated. Yes. I tell you, before that, I'd been following the, the, the discussions about the new constitution. Yes. The new constitution. So, 2010, when it was promulgated, I said, good, Kenya is come of age. Yes. Kenya is is come to what I believe was is what I really would like to see. Yes. And and one thing was was the transparency which was embedded in, in the constitution. constitution. You know, the minister was no longer the ministers were no longer politicians. If you want a job it's gonna be straightforward. So I left, I went back to by then I was now in Tunis. Tunis. Yeah, yeah. To Tunis. So when I came the following year, I came in about July, and uh, there was some. Uh, I came in, and then somebody tells me, "Have you seen this advert in the papers?" And the friend said, "Look, why the hell can't you go for this? This 20, 2011. This twenty eleven. So somebody tells me, "Why don't you try this?" Why? I said, "No, I really don't want yes. to be in Kenyan government." But then something told me. Yeah. I, what I want to do, though, I want to just apply openly. Yeah. Just to, not that I want the job. Yes. But just to test the transparency of the process. Of the process. Yes. Simply to test the transparency of the process. I decided to 
rain by city. Yes. Walk to Harambe house. Okay. Down there. And deliver it. Yes. And register. Yes. Because I didn't want anybody to uh, tell me. Uh, I could uh, <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I, I left it like that. Yes. But in the meantime, I had gone to my rural home. Oh, okay. No, I went home. Over the weekend, around 9, 10, somebody calls me. Hey, by the way, you seen your name in the papers. For what? You are being called for an interview. I say, oh, being for what? For the auditor. Okay. I say, then I say, then I ask uh, my ourselves. Go to the junction, go and get me the, the papers. Yes. Because I want to see. Yes. Confirm. Yeah. So I went for the interview. Yeah. And here we are. And the rest is now history. Yeah. But for me, say the biggest problem can we afford him? Yes. Yeah. That was the issue. Yeah. Can we afford him? He's earning more than the president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. that's how I came to. So that, what really, how did I come to this position? Mm. By sheer. Um, uh, you know, excitement of what the new constitution was offer, offering in Kenya. Yeah. If there were three changes that you would make to improve the overall accountability for spending of public funds, uh, what would they be? The, 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 from your the, experience no, now. From my, from my experience in Kenya, and especially, I made this course in a little bit in the fight, the, the, the way we, I think we, we should be fighting this corruption. Is, is first of all, we, we, we need to send a strong, we need to build in systems or make those systems which are going to deter yes. and prevent more stronger. Yes. And I, I believe that this office is in a prime position to be built up and to be able to do work yes. which is continuous, yes. timely, and giving a presence which can then lead to deterrence yes. and of abuse and, yes. and, 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 and corruption. Yes. Especially now that we are devolved. Yes. We desperately need to have people on the ground. Because yes. one thing I think the Kenyans, yes. my seeing is that when they look around and see no control, yeah. they don't take 10%, they take no 20%, they take 110%. And uh, that one can only be stopped by a deterrence system. Yes which they can see. Yes. But I think more importantly yes. is that, uh, you know, a, a lot of Kenyans are very good. Yes. The ordinary working Kenyans are very good. Yes. But they, they, they are struggling their mind about yes. the contamination of this thing. When, yes. when they see counterparts, whatever, you know, all of a sudden, it, all becoming, of a sudden becoming, you know, yes. you know, it is what they are struggling with. Yes. So a lot of those who go over that one are just because they they, 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 are helpful, you know, they, they, they're weak. Yes. But they're not weak. They're weak because when they look around, there's no system which, which can reinforce their moral fiber. Fiber, and their moral position. Yes. Actually, you're treated like a fool. Yeah, you're treated like a fool. If you if 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 you can't do too straight. Yeah. So, so what it is is, is institutions like mine yes. should be institutions which encourage them to believe. Yes. That there are systems which can work. Yes. All systems are working. So really, if anything, I want to do for this office. Yes. It's for Kenya to believe that we are adding our value, our worth. Yes. In that belief. Do you get me? In, in the belief that we can know, actually, somebody can will be working. Okay. You know, and therefore, Clean we know when, so long as it will come, uh, we can at least be straight. We can resist. Yes. 
because we know we can start to farm in this institution. Yes. This is what I really would like to see. That's right. That's, that's the fight which I would like to see. Yes. Uh, the rest I can, we can talk about, but we are not talking about institutions. Yeah, but, <laughs> but personally, personally, and therefore, John, yes. what, what I'm trying to do is the little resources I'm being given. Yes. I want to transform accountability, to bring accountability to the lowest level, to the person, to, to the Kenyans. Yes. And once more accountability goes to the Kenyans, yes. a lot of good managers yes. will line up. Very true. That has been my experience as well. A lot of good managers will line up. Yes. And a lot of bad politicians will be voted out. Yes. I couldn't agree and, with And therefore, let me go. Therefore, I've talked about what I'm auditing and using the systems, leveraging on ICT. Yes. I'm trying to trace that shilling through ethnic. Yes. Up to where it hits the ground. Yes. That's where that's, I want to. That's, that, that's the difference. That's why I'm telling you, I'm changing people. Yes. I want to do reports in future. Which is a one pager, but that report is to you to you on the ground yes. for you to hold as a In recent years, particularly after the the financial crisis in the West in 2007-2008, the auditing profession, legal profession as well, uh, banking profession as well, have come under more scrutiny. In that, some of these institutions that are being fined by the Securities and Exchange Commission in the U.S repeatedly now every week, including accounting firms, um, have caused people to, to, to ask questions about, about, about the role of auditors in this globalized age, these complex transactions. And some of those things are also feeding back here. And then, you know, and the kind of, it fits in with the kind of transformation that you are working on here within the Office of the Auditor General. What comment would you have um, to this unfolding scenario? Yeah, the, the, the comments I can have to the unfolding scenario is that we must then recognize the uniqueness of the public auditor. It's what I call the auditor general. Okay. And, it's, and the, the uniqueness in the sense that it draws the independence. Yes. Yeah? And sovereignty from the people. Yes. As opposed to the independence of the farms. You get me? I understand that. Are independent of the farms. Yes, the farms are independent. Yes. But when you put it side by side yeah. with the auditor general, yeah. then you realize that the, the, the level of trust which people should expect from the auditor general is much more higher yeah. than what, because of the financial crisis, yes. as much as we've heard about the farm. But yes. that just shows you that. We, if you look at the government system and especially the government investing in parastatal bodies, yeah. the, the right scenario mm. is to have the two working together in the sense that the other one is, is umbrellaed, yes. shielded by the auditor general. Yes. And so sometimes when you hear the, the politicians say, oh, we must get Pricewaterhouse, we yes. must get... Yeah. You know, I think Pricewaterhouse is also struggling because they know that at a point in time they are being pushed in different in, directions. Different directions. Yes. But if you say, ask the other general and let him give him enough resources to decide to pay Pricewaterhouse, yes. Yes. I'm telling you, you're going to get the best. Yes. It's a high-stress job. You know, things happen, you get, you get down, you know, you think you're doing well. 
then you find salient fights, you know, salient things, which discourages. You know, that really hurts me, discourages. You know, you see arms of people, you know, trying. You see, you see strange things and you wonder why I'm trying to work for you. I've met a lot of people various levels. You say, yes. Mr. Oko, thank you for the work you're doing. Yes. Lakini, your security. Yes, take care. So people, people are arrogant enough to threaten you. Well, they, they do. Yes, they do. But that's yes. Kenya. But you know, that's Kenya. I, I report it back. Yes. To them, but you know, okay, you can add on security. Yes. But you know, we are not used to all this. You know, in our lives. Yes. Yes. But uh, it, it is the frustrating it's element. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But but I think I tell you, it's my family also. Uh, that's why I shield them out yeah, of this. You know, them out. Yeah. But uh, you know. When they hear that, they, they get more worried they, than, yeah, than, you are than, than, than me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sometimes yeah. I think I'm too naive. Yes. <laughs> well, only, only naive people fight corruption. You know, only naive people can do accountability properly. Really, I think yeah, I, because, yeah, because John, I, otherwise I, I, you become cynical. I, I'm really just too naive. No, 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 no. Don't, <laughs> the moment you lose that, <laughs> then you become part of the, of the, yes. the, of the, threat, yes. of the machine that is threatening. Yes. Yes. So don't don't don't, don't I, feel that. I just come here and then do your work. Keep focused. focused. Yeah. Keep focused. Yes. There's things to do.